You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have a jam-packed week full of more changes. Mercury's going into Sagittarius. Chiron's going direct. Jupiter is going to be making a trine with Uranus, and that's a pretty rare aspect. It's a lucky aspect. It's pretty amazing. I'm so happy that this is going on. I'm so happy to talk about it, too, because this is one of those aspects that makes us astrologers go wild when we see it. Of course, in a good way. There's going to be a full moon in Gemini, which, of course, I'm doing a separate video, which obviously my face is not going to be in the video if you watch the last video. I will not be in the videos for the next two videos now, so after the full moon in Gemini, I should be back in the videos with my face in the videos, but this week is pretty high octane. There's a lot going on. There's a ton of good luck that's in the air. There's a ton of social energy in the air. There's romance in the air. There is the solitude energy. There is definitely, there's things looming in the background. There's definitely certain energies that are causing that, and I mean, we are going to be dealing with less dignified energy coming up here. As a matter of fact, we're pretty much heading into that with Mercury going into Sagittarius, its fall position. Um, This is not going to actually bring forth Mercury at its strength or full strength or its best qualities, but there's some stuff there. Even with fall position, with it being in Sagittarius, I mean, it's kind of a welcoming thing. I always say that every year it goes in Sagittarius, considering some of the shit storms we go through with some of the retrogrades and things like that. A little bit of optimism can't hurt anybody, and we kind of need it at this point. But there is a bit of emotional sensitivity in the air this week. There is a bit of just psychic energy in the air and anytime I see that visionary energy there that's generally when I'm looking at people with active dreams here so there may be just your dream world may be active this week you may feel more intuitive you may if you have a gut feeling about something you need to go with it this week because that energy is going to be strong because there's stuff playing out with Neptune this week in a good way with Mars so this actually brings out some of the better qualities of Neptune with these two being in a favorable aspect I actually have this aspect in my chart Mars trying Neptune, it's um, you can make magic happen with an aspect like this. So this is going to bring forth some good energy in the air. And so this week, we got a little bit of a mixed bag, but we for the most part, I want to say we have a decent week ahead of us. So Mercury is going into Sagittarius, and it is in its sign of detriment, and that is because Mercury is ruled by Gemini. Gemini is the opposite sign of Sagittarius. There is a polarity, and when you combine these two, it definitely causes a little bit of friction for this planet. It doesn't allow for Mercury to operate at full strength and full power, and it doesn't allow Sagittarius to do what it does best, and that's let its hair down and be wild and free. And now that Jupiter, the ruling planet of Sagittarius, is in Capricorn and is now in its fall position, this is just an extra bit of contraction in this energy. Now, Gemini energy, I wouldn't call it contracting, but it is focused on the fine details. It is focused on left brain processes and getting the facts of everything. Gemini energy, Mercury energy, needs logic to function. Jupiter energy, on the other hand, is all about belief and hope and putting your faith in something and seeing the larger scale and seeing the larger picture of everything. And so when you combine these two energies, you have a bit of an issue because you end up having a huge focus on the minor details and that can be stressful as all fuck. That could be stressful as all hell. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot to be so open to the big picture 
but needing to go through things with a fine tooth comb. So in other words, you have all these big picture ideas and you want to pour your energy into it and you can see the horizon, but at the same time, you're wanting to step back and look and see exactly what's going to happen here in the sense of you need to examine everything. You need to examine every little detail before you move forward onto your big picture ideas, which can be frustrating. I mean, and, and it's fine to do that. You need to find balance of that, but this is the type of energy where it can drive a person crazy. It's the kind of energy where you can have all the possibilities in your head, but you're so hyper-focused on one particular thing. It makes it hard for you to move forward. It makes you stagnant. It makes you see things that aren't there. And a lot of the time, it derails people from getting to where they need to get. So this energy could be very stressful for that reason. It can also make you hyper-focused on the truth. And hyper-focused on the truth where it's fine to look for the truth and it's fine it's fine to have a belief system, but at the same time, looking for every little detail isn't going to lead you to the truth, and this can cause that. In other words, you're searching and searching for meaning or to believe in something, and then every new detail that comes up doesn't necessarily mean that it's a truth. Every new fact that comes up doesn't necessarily mean it's a truth. So this could be problematic in that sort of way rather than just kind of putting your faith in something and looking at it for what it really is. And another thing with this aspect is I, I've noticed that a lot of people who have it come off misunderstood for a lot of the reasons that I just mentioned. And also in the way they speak their truth, sometimes people take them the wrong way. And sometimes it can come off and they may not intentionally be trying to do this, but it can come off as if they're trying to push their truth. And there are times and situations where with a transit like this, or if this is in a natal chart, you can definitely see where someone can actually start pushing their truth and their belief on others and getting dogmatic. It can be a slippery slope. So yeah, just be mindful of that with this energy. Other than that, this energy is a fun energy aside from the lower vibrational parts of this energy. Meaning basically this energy makes you social as fuck. This energy makes you high-minded. It allows for you to enjoy intellectual pursuits. And if you're not a traditional learner, this is a good time for this energy because this energy could help you get through what you need to get through or understand a complex subject. And if, like for right now at this moment, people are taking final exams. So this could help you with that. Um, this is also a good time to learn a subject if you need to. Also on a higher vibrational level too, this is a great energy for being forward in your thinking. In other words, you're very progressive in your thinking and you're open-minded to other people, cultures, beliefs, opinions, and things like that. Depending on the vibration of that and everything and what you're dealing with, you may not be always as open to others, but it allows for openness, which is always a nice thing. So yeah, try to use the higher vibrations of this energy, use it to be social, make new friends, be open to other people, be motivational, use your sense of humor because this brings out humor in people. And for the most part, it's not the worst planet in detriment, but it's not an easy one either if you're dealing with the lower vibrations of this. A good thing that's going on with Mercury going into Sag is that it's going to be making a trine with Chiron. So this is going to help resolve certain things within communication. It's going to help heal you. If you've been having issues with your communication with others, it's going to help heal that communication. In other words, it's going to make it easy for you to speak. It's going to make it easy for you to clear the air with people. It's great for diffusing drama. If you've had dramatic situations, this is the perfect energy for diffusing things. This is kind of where I say, you know, even with Mercury being in Sagittarius, um, this is not 
the worst thing on the planet because it is going to make some decent contacts. I mean, it is going to make some hard contacts, especially when it meets up with Neptune soon. Um, But for the most part, this is a good energy for just helping yourself, healing yourself, helping others, diffusing drama. And also too, this is a great energy for getting into stuff that's just high vibey, anything to deal with mysticism, anything to do with Reiki or EFT or just healing modalities in any way. This is great energy for that. Speaking of Chiron, Chiron will be going direct on the 12th, and this is amazing because this is just more added bonuses to this Mercury energy because Mercury is going to be making that favorable aspect and Chiron's going to be going direct. And so Chiron's been di- Chiron's been in retrograde since July. And so now we have this time to like really process what we've been going through since July in terms of healing our old wounds and letting releasing old pain, releasing trauma from the past, releasing areas in our life where we feel as though we have something that we can't heal within ourselves. We have a wound that we can't heal within ourselves, no matter what that may be. And with Chiron being in Aries, it can have a lot to do with your identity. It can have a lot to do with your ego or situations where you're sacrificing your self-image for the sake of others and to make others comfortable or playing the victim in some sort of way and not standing up for yourself and not asserting yourself. This is going to be the kind of energy where if you've been working through this in the summer, you're going to be reaping the rewards and seeing light at the end of the tunnel and finally healing the areas that you need to heal depending on where this was aspecting in your chart. So now that you've gotten to this point, use those abilities to help others if you feel comfortable helping others. Or keep using it to better yourself. There's always room for improvement. And if you need more time for yourself, then I would definitely take this time. If you need more time to rediscover who you are, I would take this time to do so because this is the perfect energy for that sort of thing. Backtracking a day or so, Venus is going to make a conjunction with Saturn, and then a couple of days later, she's going to make a conjunction with Pluto. I mean, Venus is in this in-between spot between Saturn and Pluto right now, so you're going to be feeling the energies intensely. We have big Capricorn energy right now, and it's going to keep building up with all the other planets going through Capricorn, but Currently, with Venus and Saturn and Pluto, this is going to bring out some elements of your love life and finances that are going to be serious and committal. With Saturn, the biggest challenge with this is letting your guard down and being vulnerable and doing that in relationships in a way where you're able to say, you know what, I do want to be with this person. I I want to commit to this person. I'm just feeling cautious. I'm just feeling scared. But, you know, with a conjunction like this, a lot of times people get the commitment that they want because this is all about deep commitments and this is all about just getting serious in relationships. This could also bring out some elements of loneliness as well within, you know, your love life. If you're single, this could also kind of put you in a situation where either you've been isolating yourself or you've been just too picky and you just haven't met anybody and now you're starting to feel it and now you're starting to feel the sting and you're feeling alone so it can bring that up that's where some of that like solitude energy comes up and the introspective energy comes up because you're starting to think deep about what it is you truly want in love and what you need to do in order to not be alone and feel lonely Also, I mean, this could bring up situations where, yeah, you feel alone, but you are comfortable in your own company. So it's not all bad. It's just more or less just be aware of how you're closing yourself off to others. So that way you can move forward and make those commitments or put yourself out there if you're single. And also, too, this has a lot to do with work stuff. So if you're afraid to take that next step with your job or career or anything else, this is the perfect time to assess that and start breaking out of your shell. So that way you can have what you want in your career and finance. 
with the Pluto energy, there's still that deep urge to commit. And it's a deep urge to commit where it's all or nothing. So some of you guys may be feeling this in a way where it's just, it's all or nothing in your love life. It has to be what it has to be. And if it's not, then you can find yourself fixating on relationships. You can find yourself fixating on someone you're interested in or fixating on what the perfect partner might be. Sometimes jealousy can come up. Sometimes enviousness can come up. Sometimes control issues can come up with this. But I will say on a high vibrational level, it does bring in deep relationships. It does bring in a good intensity. It brings in the mysterious types. It makes you more alluring. So you will be attracting those who are on the same wavelength as you and those who are on the same soul path as you because it does bring in soul connections on a, in a very deep and strong way. Over the weekend, Jupiter is going to make a trine with Uranus. Now, this is an amazing aspect. This is a rare aspect. It doesn't happen very often. So this is one of those aspects where if it is aspecting something in your chart in a good way, I would take advantage of this because it brings in the element of surprise in a good way. It brings a ton of good luck. It takes what Jupiter already has in terms of good luck and takes what Uranus has in terms of the element of surprise and just reversals. And I want to say almost kind of like the wheel of fortune and everything in tarot. And it just combines these two and it brings luck. People who generally have these in their natal charts have a ton of luck and can like go to a slot machine and win a ton of money, can buy a lottery ticket. A lot of times you will find that people who have won the lottery either have this aspecting somewhere in their transits or they have this somewhere within their chart. So I say all that to say this is I'm not saying go out and gamble. I'm not saying go out and like spend your savings and things like that. I am not suggesting that, but definitely seize the day and any opportunities that come your way. If something feels like a good opportunity then you know explore it see if it's something that you want because it may come through for you with this this is going to definitely bring in some good surprises it's not one of those uranus surprises where it sweeps the rug from under you in a bad way this will sweep the rug from under you generally in a good way so it helps you attract things that you want to attract to yourself it gives a payoff and payoffs are sometimes not always money or financial it could be a payoff in another way and it shifts things in your life and it shifts things in your life for the better. So hopefully you guys are being aspected well with this alignment because it's beautiful, it's magical, and it is one of those alignments that doesn't happen very often. As a matter of fact, I believe it's been about four years since the last time this aspect, the last time this aspect happened, some somewhere in 2015, this happened. So this is one of those things to seize the opportunity if you can, because it'll give you a nice surprise that you're not expecting and in a good way. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later, guys.